Hello, everybody. Welcome to episode 135 of Optimal Living Advice, the podcast where we take any questions you might have about the many struggles of life and get them answered for you here on the show. I am your host, Certified Life Coach, Greg Audino. Happy to have you here today, everyone. We are going to be looking at a question sent in by a listener who is having a hard time forgiving herself during the aftermath of a breakup. We are going to help her navigate this problem and the general attachment struggles I feel are also attached to it. So let's take a look and see if we can help her get back on her feet. How do we know whether we are indulging in self-love or self-pity? I still haven't forgiven myself for the mistakes I made in my past relationship, and it seems like I never would because I lost the love of my life, the one who gave my life an entirely new meaning. When I actually adopted his way of life, the healthy habits, I lost him. I don't know how to release all of these pent-up emotions. I write a daily journal, engage myself in sports, try to distract myself with as many things as I can, but this feeling, these thoughts, still persist. I tried reaching out to him four months ago, but he didn't respond. I don't know how the communication between us stopped all of a sudden and what made him resent me so much. In two months, I am going to move to a new city, and all I think of is whether I should contact him for one last time before leaving to just thank him for bringing so much value to my life. Perhaps I am still hoping for something, but knowing that I conveyed my final goodbye might leave me with no regrets. I don't know. What would be the right thing to do here? Leave without saying a word or break the silence and approach again. What would you have done? Okay, thank you for that. A powerful layered question that I have many thoughts about, <laughs> so I'll just dive right in. I think that all of the struggles you're facing right now, from the healthy habits you are filling your days with currently to the move that's coming in two months, all boil down to what you said at the beginning. Quote, I lost the love of my life, the one who gave my life an entirely new meaning, end quote. It's great that he introduced you to all these healthy habits, but can it not be left at that? Does him introducing you to those habits or the habits themselves have to signify more, or can they just be what they are? The idea of him giving your life meaning removes all of the power you have, and all of your recovery is going to hinge on you releasing this idea that he alone is responsible for so much of the meaning your life has. And forgiving yourself is going to be extremely hard until you are able to successfully detach the two, the two being him and your own meaning. I'm not talking about forcing yourself to get over him, that never works, but acknowledging and living by the philosophy that you are your own person with your own value aside from him and his presence and his contributions. I believe it's also time for you to start being as kind to the thoughts you're trying to get rid of as the thoughts you're trying to harvest. I'm talking about pent-up emotions you said you want to release. If your objective has been to consciously distract yourself from these thoughts, they're going to persist and grab a stronger hold of you because you're not respecting them. You're not allowing them their place, thereby making them more of a nuisance. So, to answer your initial question, as far as these distractions go, the tools you're using to fill your time, aka the healthy habits he introduced you to, I would say they're good tools for self-love, but maybe you're using them for self-pity. Uh, again, that's a maybe. 
I'm not sure I would classify it as self-pity, but whatever the case may be, a part of you detaching from him is also detaching these new habits from him. No need to ignore the fact that he introduced you to them, but enjoy them for what they can do for you and just leave it at that. Your parents probably taught you how to ride a bike, for example, okay, and now you just ride bikes. Bike riding is fun for you, and though you learned it from your parents, that doesn't mean it has to be forever intertwined with them, you know? And the same could be said of any of the things he introduced you to. Journaling is good for you. You had to learn it somewhere, and you learned it from him. It may be a little tender right now, since this is all new, but the day will come when journaling is just journaling, rather than a symbol of your past relationship. It's yours now. It's yours, and it's a part of your new journey forward. Now, as for the resentment you feel he has for you, I wouldn't, I wouldn't necessarily bank on that, uh, unless he's told you that he resents you, of course. It is highly possible that he just feels it's healthier for both of you if there's no contact, and should that be the case, I can't really blame him. The majority of relationship experts agree that maintaining no contact is a very healthy practice in the long run, even if it is absolutely agonizing when the wound is still fresh. And even if he does hold resentment, well, then, you know, those are feelings he needs to work out for himself, and you're not a part of that process unless he asks you to be. But regardless of whether it's resentment or boundary setting that kept him from responding when you reached out four months ago, if I were a betting man, I would say that your attempts to contact him then or to thank him once more before you move are both bred out of wanting something to be rekindled. So I'm proud of you for acknowledging that possibility in your final paragraph. Obviously, there's a sense of hope that's on the other side of contacting him once more, a feeling of possibility which is ever so comforting right now. But it's highly unlikely that such an interaction would make him want to come back, nor would it give you a sense of closure. I'm sorry if that's hard for you to hear right now, but again, there's a lot more power to you than you're currently unleashing. And even if he was a good partner, you can still thrive without him. But right now, you've tried reaching out, and for whatever reason, so far, he's decided it's best for him not to talk. It's his right to have that decision, and again, you are capable of living fully in spite of it. With that being said, even your upcoming departure is something I encourage you to work on keeping separate from him. You moving does not need to go through some screening process of making sure that he's been notified and said goodbye to. Try to release that need. It will put you in a good rhythm and start you off on the right foot for living on your own terms and for yourself, something that is especially prevalent as you start this new and personal chapter. Now to close, I know that all of this may sound sensible, yet still be hard to feel and act on, Uh, This too is okay. Sometimes we know what's right, but we just need extra time to build the courage to pull the trigger on it. I am highly guilty of this myself. So until the feelings follow more easily, just, just try forgiving yourself out loud and see how it feels. Try it every day, even if it just takes a minute. List the things that you feel you did wrong and forgive yourself out loud. Remind yourself that you couldn't have done any better at the time. After all, none of us can ever act past our current levels of consciousness. And on his part, maybe he could have been more patient with you, or maybe he couldn't. Either way, this is yet another great opportunity to separate yourself as your own entity and be better equipped 
for when your next relationship comes around, and it will. All right, everyone, that wraps us up. To the woman who sent this in, I appreciate it and I thank you. I also wish you well in recovering the parts of yourself that you've maybe lost, and I am excited for your journey ahead, both spiritually and geographically. Good luck with the move. (laughs) Uh, To everyone else out there, you know the drill. If you are struggling with something that you would like my help with on the show, please email your question to advice at oldpodcast.com, advice at oldpodcast.com. We'll take your questions there, send you a written transcript if you'd like one, and do our best. Okay, everybody, thank you so much for being here. Hope you come back for the next one, and I'll see you there. Take care, guys.